This is the Car Religion Podcast. This is a show where we share our passion and perspective for cars. New and old. Fast and slow. Affordable and expensive alike. I'm your show host, George. And I'm your other show host, Andrew. Let's Let's get get started. Good evening, George. We're back on the air for our uh, for our next podcast. Um, we are hoping to do a bit more of a regular thing here. So we've set up a time uh, weekly to meet up and uh, record some content for you guys. Um, we're going to try and keep it a little bit short, but give you guys something to listen to while we're in lockdown. Right, George? Yes, sir. I think this is probably a lot faster than our usual like next episode. <laughs> but yeah, keep this up. That's right. That's right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get our lazy selves uh, recording pretty often. So this will be new for us, but we're excited. Yes, we are. So speaking of um, uh, things to do and listen to in uh, in lockdown, uh, George and I were talking a little bit about um, things that we can do, you know, from home uh, to keep ourselves occupied. Things that have to do with cars, you know, because we don't even have to really drive anywhere. So it's not even like, you know, you can take your car and drive, you know, how, how do you get your fix? How do you, you know, how do you enjoy cars? You know, there's only so many YouTube videos you can watch before you, your eyes burn, right? Like what, what can yeah. you do? And uh, so we were talking about a few, you know, hobbies or, or things you can um, uh, do while we're in lockdown, especially if you don't have uh a project car or a car at all to work on for that matter. You know, George, you know, luckily he's got, uh, he's got two cars. He's got a little project car of his own, huh? <laughs> uh, it's, it's better than a project though, you know? It's oh a yeah. Good it's it runs every enjoy. day. Yeah. Yeah. But like, you don't have anywhere to drive it to, you know? Yeah. I kind of, I try to find excuses, you know, like today after, after work, I try to drive to Canadian tire quick and, they they close. I didn't know they closed at six p.m. So I got there at like six oh four, and the guy was like, "Yeah, we're closed." Well, but I this, I guess yeah. you got you got a drive in right. You took a, he's got an NA Miata bright red nineteen eighty nine. It's it's a beautiful car. He's he's done some tasteful mods uh, to it, mostly uh, mostly aesthetic stuff. But it's a beautiful little car. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, for sure, man. It's 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 really fun and it's a really a great community right so um yeah lots of support support and lots of uh, like built ideas in uh in groups and you see things other people do uh to their cars right yeah but can't do any meets right now so george um what do you, what have you been doing with your time for uh for car stuff you know other than work because you work uh you work for nissan so that's car stuff but what do you what are you doing yeah. in your spare time honestly it's like it's getting dangerous because I'm on like I've discovered um, Yahoo auctions. Oh man! <laughs> so there's a lot of rare uh, JDM like Japanese only items uh, for my car that you can get. So I've just kind of be like consistently um, what's it called? Consistently searching and ordering and buying uh these things so it's um 
it's getting dangerous, but I've gotten some cool items, right, Andrew? I got uh, that Porter Mazda Porter cab taillights. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to uh, eventually put that onto a garage very conversion. Um, so it kind of it's like a nostalgic uh, roadster uh, body kit on my back. Anyways, that's uh, that's something I've been looking forward to ever since I got the car. So, yeah, it's a uh, good time. I think that's one way to uh, spend your time, but still enjoy your car is just online shopping um, for your vehicle. George, um, on the yeah. topic, uh, it just occurred to me. I don't actually know if you've ever uh, um, been to it, but have you ever visited bringatrailer.com? I have. Oh, man. You can spend hours on that site. That <laughs> site is so dangerous, too. But, like, it's like if you're on that site, you have a good car. Like, there's no bad cars on that site, right? They're That's all right. In- at least a seven condition wise right yeah they're all in decent condition but there are it's not like all the uber expensive cars like don't get me wrong there are million dollar cars on bring a trailer but i've seen like under 10 grand you know just curious old cars that are under 10 grand and they're still in good shape but you know they're not really going to get the attention they they deserve unless they sell them on bring a trailer. So it's it's kind of cool to see and you could spend hours just looking at the really interesting cool cars that are being sold on there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, bring a trailer. Honestly, there's a lot of crazy Miata prices up there, honestly for NAs. Like last year someone listed uh at 191990 uh, with 10 kilometers on it still has the plastic wraps um like the factory plastic on the seats um i think that one went for like 25 grand or something like that and that's like the um you know the the most expensive na that people could buy right now right so worth it honestly worth it yeah man well talking about that actually you, have you heard about the um, the Mazda Miata restoration program in Japan? Yes. Yes, I have. That's actually really cool because you can kind of, I mean, if you lived in Japan, you can kind of buy a, a decent shape, you know, uh, example of an NA and then you bring it to, uh, you know, uh, Mazda, Mazda Japan. And then for 25 grand, they will restore your car for you. They even restarted a partnership with Yokohama uh, to produce their discontinued tire for that was designed for the Miata in 1990. So it's actually a new suspension. They give you a fresh paint job, brand new um, bushings, um, like rebuild their engine and stuff like that. And you kind of drive, you know, a brand new uh, 1990 Miata in 2020, which is pretty cool. Japan is just such a wondrous place, man. <laughs> I can't wait to visit. <laughs> like, who does this? Like, oh what? my goodness. Um, and actually, speaking of visiting foreign countries, which we won't be able to do uh, for a while, I'm thinking, or at least I uh, won't be advisable to do. If you're itching to kind of go out and travel, you know, quote unquote, and see different cars, uh, there are actually a bunch of. Uh, auto museums that have virtual tours and sort of exploration stuff that you can do without ever, you know, leaving the comfort of your home. It's, it's very cool. And uh, I wish I'd known about this sooner, but like you could go and see the Porsche museum. There's a Lamborghini museum. 
the National Corvette Museum. The list goes on. You uh, you should seriously look this stuff up if you know you're bored and you're really trying to scratch your car itch because you can get you know probably like seventy percent of the experience of going to an actual car museum just online from the comfort of your couch. You know if you're wondering what to do and you know you don't want to be moving around or or concentrating too much but you want to see some cool cars check out motor museums online they they they're all getting their virtual tours up right now and it's it's pretty exciting yeah that sounds that sounds really great actually because there are a lot of places i would like to uh to visit and then i think it'll be a great way you know to kind of like to your point um um feed that itch you know like (laughs) so it's uh definitely go check it out i am myself you know yeah i um oh my goodness i i thought about doing an episode where you know you and i just went and checked out these uh these museums online and we would uh you know chronicle our reactions but honestly like all you would hear is drooling if you could hear anything. <laughs> so it's yeah. uh, it's not worth it. But definitely check them out if uh, if you know you're bored and need something to do. Yeah, for sure. That would that would be actually be pretty funny if we did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could go to the Ferrari Museum, George. Yeah, that's uh, where is that? It's in Italy, right? Yes, Marinello. Okay. Ferrari's birthplace yes yes we'll actually go one day and we'll chronicle our reactions and you know the closest we got to exploring any uh Ferraris before we we got yelled at for getting too close to the cars you remember that one George where was this remember we went to uh the Ferrari dealership there was that um the auto mall there was the McLaren dealership the Ferrari dealership yes 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 and McLaren, but, they yeah. just, they welcomed us in. They were like, hey, awesome. You guys want to see some cool cars? We're starting this one up in the showroom. We're just moving this car around. And, uh, you know, we stepped in the, the Ferrari showroom <laughs> and like we weren't wearing Italian uh, tailored suits or anything. So, you know, they gave us a stink eye. And when we got too close to the car they had on the showroom floor, they got they got angry and we got kicked out. So. <laughs> we didn't really get kicked out but they no, highly just... recommended us to <laughs> they guided <laughs> us to the door <laughs> didn't we open the door on like that there was like i think it was like a 360 or something there I touched something we definitely no, touched we opened something. it we op- no we tried to open one and then the one guy saw us yeah yeah but it was like it was an old 360 like it wasn't even a new car i know or, I know. You know. I know. Now back to the topic at hand: things yes. that we actually do in this time with everything that's going on in the world. If you want to be a little bit more involved with your uh, car stuff, you know, you don't want to just sit on the couch and look at a Ferrari. Uh, George and I, you know, we've both bought um, force feedback wheels and pedal <laughs> sets, and uh, we've been doing some, you know, driving of these exotic cars uh with with our video games and uh that is a great hobby i gotta say i could do that all day uh george and i got together um when he first got his wheel he's got a wheel and uh three pedals and and a manual shifter and we sat on his couch (laughs) switching in and out of the the uh the seat 
And we, we raced for hours just <laughs> trying different cars, trying our hand at the Nürburgring. Oh, my God. That was a disaster. But uh, that's uh, a hard track. Oh, the Nürburgring so hard, even on a video game. Like now I get it. You know, you don't get it with a controller, but trying to drive the Nürburgring uh, and not screwing up and not crashing like once is so hard in anything that's like reasonably fast, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with you. And it's honestly totally a different game when you have the force feedback. Like, you know, you can even, you can really tell when you're switching to a different car, like the feedback is so different. Like if you, you know, remember that like old, um, like Porsche Le Mans car, like the V8, Remember that? That, like, we drove that and a basically Indy 500 car back-to-back, and the Indy car was so much more, like, responsive and nimble, right? Like, Yes, yes. That was crazy. Oh, my goodness. So for a bit of context, uh, George and I have played games like Forza Motorsport uh, is our favorite. We've played these games for years and years, and we love them because – there, you know, Forza is all about cars, and you see beautiful cars, and there's so many of them in each game. And then, uh, uh, yeah, we, but we've always played with a controller. And you know, George got his his wheel a few months ago, and and I got mine. You know, when lockdown started, I said, you know, I like if if I'm gonna be inside for the next few months, I'm getting a wheel. You know, there's there's yeah. no way. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so now we both have wheels and it's just so immersive. It's so cool. And, you know, if you ever had a, a doubt about getting one or you're on the fence because you don't know if it's worth it, it j- you got to do it. If you've got the game and the hardware, like if you if you've got, um, you know, Gran Turismo or, or Forza Motorsport or Assetto Corsa, anything, or you've got a computer that's reasonably powerful and can run the latest racing games, it doesn't matter if you're going to, you know, compete or be all that good or anything. You don't need to do any of the competition stuff, but just the act of sitting there and driving. I mean, man, like... Like I said, I could do it all day and not have a goal. Like I could just try every track in a single car just to see how it goes and then switch to a different car and do it all over again. It's just so much fun. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And like I literally sweat sometimes, you know, like when you're trying to win, like even racing against the bots, they're good, right? So, yeah, true. And it does help you in, uh, in online races, it helps you to be a little bit more competitive once you get used to the wheel. Um, Cause it's a bit hard to be precise with the controller. Right. So once you're, uh, once you're good at the, uh, at the wheel, you're, you're going to be uh, a lot better online and stuff if you're racing online. So definitely if you are ever on the fence buy an entry level wheel, like George has a, a Thrustmaster uh, TX, and I've got a Thrustmaster TMX. Um, there's also the Logitech wheel, um, the G920 or the G29, depending on which uh, video game console you have. Yeah. Just um, just get one of those. It doesn't get have to use. be expensive. You would get yeah. a use. That's right. That's right. Like, it, it's just so worth it. Yeah. And then you can, like... And then, like, you know, stupid games, like Dirt... 
would actually be fun. Yo, I tried dirt the other day. Is it good? It's hard. Really? <laughs> I put it on simulation. I was like, okay, hey, no, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna learn this game, if I'm gonna actually race the rally races on this game, I'm gonna <laughs> do it proper, you know. I'm I'm oh. not a beginner. And it's so hard. <laughs> And because you've also you've got to listen to um, your co-pilot that's reading you off the um, oh, oh really uh, the notes and stuff yeah oh yeah it's like a ra- it's rally racing man it's, it's realistic it's legit yeah so it's you know handling the car is so much different and then yeah you've got to you've got to figure out uh, the pace notes that's what they're called you've got to listen to the pace notes um, and and handle the car and stuff like I was driving in a a front wheel drive Ford Fiesta with like no power on that game. And I was sliding all over the place. (laughs) Really? If you want a challenge, check that game out for sure. That's the other thing too, about these wheels is that there's so many games you can use them with, uh, that like you get such a variety just from your driving games and just from, you know, driving different types of games, right? You drive all your road cars in Forza Motorsports, and then you go and you do your rally racing in, um, in uh, dirt. And then you can go and drive F1 cars in F1 2019 or whatever. And you, there's just such a breadth of things you can use them for. If you've got any driving game that you, you like to play, just do it. Just get a wheel. It's worth it. Trust yeah. us. That's our pitch. We're not sponsored by Thrustmaster, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) You can get pretty crazy, though, like with other brands, too, right? Like above Thrustmaster. Oh, yeah. I mean, once you, you know, if you decide you're a serious racer, you can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on your rigs. You can get, there are companies that you can buy rigs from and they'll set everything up for you. And it's like 60 grand. Like, I wish I was making that number up, but it's it's insane. Hydraulic what's it called like g4 simulator wow got huge screens that surround you and stuff anyways that's enough about us uh going on about um virtual stuff and computers and screens because i'm sure you get a lot of that stuff you know that is the one thing i find that i can't spend racing every day um on forza is just because it's still my eyes looking at a screen i'm still sitting down you know i'm yeah i need something to do i need to do something with my hands and I don't have a project car, you know, I don't have car parts or car tools or anything like that. What do I do? Yeah. And then I guess going back to our original topic, another thing that you can do when you're, you know, stuck at home is to actually work on your car. Um, you can clean your car, detail your car, right? You can really spend some time on the paint using clay bar treatment and then doing a polish. Yeah, but it's not even... Um you know, that complicated. I've spent some time already uh, during lockdown um, actually detailing uh, my parents' cars for them and uh, and possibly some other, uh, some friends' cars because they've, uh, they've actually approached me about it. But um, uh, it doesn't even have to be, you know, that crazy. And what a lot of people don't understand about detailing is that you should clean your car a lot and you, you should take care of the paint, especially on your car. And so, you know, even just a simple wash and wax 
does wonders for your car and it's not hard stuff to do right i mean you get into the uh the clay barring which isn't all that tough either but that's a lot that's a lot more work and more time invested in stuff and you may not care as much but just a simple wash and wax can do so much for your car because not only does it make it look good but it also protects your paint from things like bird poop and snow and salt and all that stuff on the road and so you know it's if you were ever wondering how to clean your car or or if it's hard or not, just go on YouTube and um and watch there's um Autoblog Details is a video series run by Autoblog. They have uh, a professional detailer who comes in and shows you how to do all different types of things from very basic, you know, just washing your car properly and washing your wheels and stuff. Wheels and stuff to uh to to waxing and polishing and things but um you know just just get out there and learn it because it's it's almost summertime things are warming up and it's time to get outside and get your hands a little dirty and clean your car you know don't be afraid to go and do that i'm actually i've worked as a detailer before and so uh george and i are gonna work together to polish his uh his Miata at some point, he, he bought an orbital polisher. So I'm just going to show him what he's got to do. But even that is not incredibly hard. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Detail your car, put some wax on it. It's so rewarding and you don't have to buy expensive stuff. Spend money on buying things like actual car soap. Cause you don't want to use dish soap on your car. That'll destroy your paint. Um, you know, get, a, get some synthetic wax, uh, but you don't need to get anything fancy. You'll see the word Carnoba everywhere. Don't worry so much about fancy things or spending a lot of money. You just need a few basic things. And you, you know, if you wash your car, you know, fairly regularly and you wax it a couple times a year, your paint is going to look so good forever. And people will buy your car for more when it goes to sell it down the road because it's just going to be in so much better shape. Yeah. It really, even like, you know, a car that you haven't detailed for properly for like three years, you just give it a wash and wax, it, the car looks brand new. And it's it's really expensive if you get somebody else to do it, but all it just takes is a couple of the right things and a couple hours from yourself, and it's it's not that much in the end. Not even a couple hours, like less than that, I'd say. Depends on how big your car is, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Washing your Miata is like 30 seconds, but... Wow. Small car, <laughs> small surface, you know? No That's roof. It doesn't even have a roof, man. Anyways, George, you got any other uh, suggestions of stuff you can do, um, you know, when you're at home? Things you can learn about cars, YouTube videos you've been watching? What you been doing? Yeah, I think you can definitely learn you can try things right like maybe there's something you know that's bothering you about uh you about the car like um for example like an interior piece and then you always kind of you know you wanted to learn how to fix um for example a a rip in a leather seat right uh there are a lot of tutorials online to show you how to do that and if you do it like you know by yourself it's so much cheaper than going to someone to fix it you know, that's that's like one thing. And then another is just, you know, learning about the mechanics behind behind cars. Like, do you know what an LSD is? Do you know how that operates? Right. Like stuff like that. 
Yeah. Or if you want to learn more skills, like more hands-on stuff, um, yeah. Chris Fixit on YouTube is really good. He is. He does a lot of um, sort of projects and restorations or repairs, what, pretty much anything you can think of. He's got a video on YouTube for it. So, yeah, if you were ever, you know, wondering how to change your oil, for example, in your car, you just... Um, you know, you'd go to his channel or or many of the other channels that are online and just go for it. Yeah, agreed. It's and his instructions are very detailed, so it's actually very easy to follow. Oh, and one last thing about that too, actually, is if you are uh, someone who's older who has kids, impart this knowledge on them. You know, bring yeah. bring your son or your daughter out to your car with you and get them to help you change the oil. Or swap out your winter wheels with your summer wheels. You know, things like that. Whatever you're doing, fix the the rip in your leather seat, anything. Bring them out with you. Get them to do it with you. Because at the end of the day, not only are you, you know, spending quality time with them and bonding with them, but you're going to impart that passion on them, right? And that's that's what we need more of is, is more young people into cars. George and I are seeing, you know, less and less people of our age who are interested in cars because they just want to get to A and B. They, they don't care about cars anymore. You know, just impart that knowledge on, on your children and, and spend some time with them with your car. Even if it's the family minivan, like it doesn't matter, you know, just do it together. Inspire them, you know, lead them, show them like what's good. That's right. I've got a neighbor, uh, and he has, um, he has an old Mustang, a 66 Mustang convertible, and he he used to have three uh, 66 Mustangs, but um, uh, he has three daughters, and they don't care whatsoever about his car, and it's taken a toll on him. He just, he wishes so badly that, you know, his daughters were interested, and, and they wanted to help him, or they even wanted to drive it. Like, they don't even care about learning how to drive manual so that they can drive it. That's how little they care. Like, he he just, uh, you know, he wishes he had somebody who was interested. And, you know, if you've got young kids, and you can get them out there and get them interested in what your, uh, your passion is, then you just start early and, and get them out there helping you out. Yeah, no, for sure. That's kind of sad because I remember he had a beautiful Fastback 66, right? All of his cars were 66 Mustangs, yeah. right? Yeah, the year he was born, 66. They all yeah. had the uh, the 289 V8 in them. Lovely cars. Anyways, George, we've been blabbing on for a while now, haven't we? Yeah. But yeah, so um, lots of stuff to do with yourself uh, in lockdown. Oh, actually, there's one last thing. Um, I'm sorry. One last thing that uh, I discovered when I was actually looking into this myself. There's a a video game. Yes, another video game, but it's a little bit different from uh, racing video games that we were talking about. And it's called uh, My Summer Car. And it's on. <laughs> uh, I think you can only play it on uh, on PC. You you download it over Steam, and uh, it's about you are this teenager. In I think it's like 1980s Finland or something like that. It was developed by a, a Finnish guy, and you are this teenager who has this rust bucket of a car that you've got to restore and uh, and and sort of bring back 
and put together and it's like you're actually putting together the car it's got all the components you've got to go through the restoration process you know get rid of rust or buy new things and stuff and then you can also go in your fridge and like drink five beers or whatever but it's supposed to be really really fun <laughs> I, I, I might actually check it out it's kind of a goofy game and then you go and you you get to uh drive your car and stuff and i think if you die you have to restart the game all over again or something like that so you have to try not to get into crashes or whatever but you're in some like rural forested area in finland you know 40 years ago and uh you're you're building this little hatchback in your garage so it's it's uh it's supposed to be a pretty fun game and i would recommend that anyone who's interested in putting cars together to go check it out it's free (laughs) wait no it's not free is it no i don't think it's free but i don't think it's that expensive either (laughs) i might try to get it too it looks hilarious yes yeah, it does. I I don't know how I came across it, but I was like, this looks like so much fun. Uh, it's got really good reviews, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to be a good game, man. Oh my God. It's like the most random thing. Like, it's not cool cars or going fast or racetracks. It, the graphics aren't even that good, but uh, it's supposed to be a pretty fun game. So anyways, George, I think we're going to sign off for this one. Sounds good. Thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you for listening. We will see you guys next time. Next week.